listening to the Modern Horrors Podcast Network. Today's episode of Final Girls Horrorcast is brought to you by Mikey H, Chickapedia, and Watch for Zombies. To become a part of our amazing Patreon crew, please visit us on patreon.com slash finalgirlshorrorcast. Hey there, lovelies, and thanks for joining us on the 305th episode of Final Girls Horrorcast, the show where we discuss some of the horror, thriller, and sci-fi movies currently available on your favorite streaming sites. I'm Amy. And I'm Carly. On today's episode, we're discussing Orphan First Kill, as selected by our Wheel of Terrors. It's true, and as a reminder, we do tend to spoil things, so continue at your own risk. Orphan First Kill is streaming on Prime Video, Paramount+, and MGM+, so make sure to check that out before continuing if you are a spoiler-sensitive listener. It's true. If you are concerned about spoilers for Orphan First Kill, please, by all means. (laughs) By all means. By all means, go for it. Uh, but before we discuss that film today, let's get started with a segment that we like to call... Trailer Trash Talk. Today's trailer is The Exorcist Believer. It's written and directed by David Gordon Green, who we, of course, remember from the Halloween re- reboot franchise. It's also written by Peter Sattler uh, and Scott Teams. Scott Teams uh, previously wrote fi- the Firestarter remake... Halloween Kills, and Insidious the Red Door. The IMDb summary is a sequel to the 1973 film about a 12-year-old girl who is possessed by a mysterious demonic entity, forcing her mother to seek the help of two priests to save her. So it's that's the summary of The Exorcist, but they then it co- says a sequel to it. They copy-pasted. <laughs> so this is not the summary of this film. This is the summary of... The original Exorcist with the words sequel to the. <laughs> yeah, because there's two girls in this one. Possessed yeah, that's not this. <laughs> yeah. By a yeah, mysterious it's, just like, it's the sequel to that one. Let right. me give you the synopsis of the original. <laughs> sure. And we're like, wait, but what about what this about one? this? Because they're definitely yeah. in a hospital. I don't see two priests at all. No. Did we see a priest? I didn't see like any priests. I just saw providers. <laughs> yeah, I just saw Ellen Burstyn, and that was really it. <laughs> there you go. And Leslie Odom Jr. Yeah, and uh, two demon children. I'm gonna so. tell you the poster for this. I was like, oh, that looks fucking creepy. Like maybe it's gonna be really good. We could use a good exorcist movie. Um, and uh, yeah. no. Which means I, the the makeup artist ten out of ten. Ten, I mean, yes, they look At amazing. Least, yeah, the black and white poster freaks me out. Yeah, and I was honestly like, "Oh, I'm gonna like this. This trailer's gonna freak me out a little bit." And I watched it, and none of it freaked me out. I am so surprised. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. But well so, done, like, special a effects makeup. A plus on the poster, though. <laughs> a plus. Yeah. The trailer's doing nothing for me. I couldn't <laughs> be less excited for it. I don't know what it is, but, like, Exorcist movies, like, they just don't hit the way they used to. You know? Um, what was the last Exorcist film you really enjoyed? Three. Right. But, like, I mean, in... 
on the timeline of life, not when you saw it. I enjoyed the TV show. Okay. With the sexy priest? Oh, yeah. He was a sexy priest. <laughs> I didn't even remember You know how him. I feel about sexy priests. We all love a sexy priest. Um, I feel... <laughs> well, actually... <laughs> Okay, sorry. Go ahead. I, no, that's not where I was going with that, but I'll let you go. <laughs> I mean, proceed. I'll let you. Well, let you do I your used thing. to go on rants. I don't know if you remember this, but I used to go on rants about how I hated that show because the show itself was good, but I couldn't get behind the sexy priest that was like an action hero. Like to me, that just didn't like compute. But you know, then but a flea bag happened. Exactly. <laughs> Exactly. Then we saw Fleabag and we were like, yeah. all right, I'll allow Change it. My mi- I changed my mind. The sexy priest trope is in play and we're okay with it. Yeah. But in this movie, I, there isn't one. No, and in this I... movie, I don't know. They're show- Carly was like, they're showing a lot when we were watching it. And I was like, but yet not enough because they're showing a lot, but none of it's working for me. <laughs> so yeah, I, I was like, they're showing too much because they're... but. Yeah, to your point, I don't know. I think I think the bottom line for me is I don't the more that I see of certain trailers or certain kinds of trailers, the less excited I am. I just wish that like teasers were all we got for things like this. But you know what I mean? Even with the teaser, like maybe if it was just that first scene mm-hmm. like of the trailer and then nothing, I might have been okay. Yeah. Yeah. I I have the IMDb page right now, and it's showing a different trailer, and I'm seeing some priests. They're not sexy, but I'm seeing some church stuff happening. So I don't know. I I think I don't – okay, I'm not, like, excited to see this, but I'm curious because while I feel like I know a lot of what's happening, I also feel like I know nothing. So – you're know. not like, like a David Gordon Green fan, though, to my I'm knowledge, not. are you? No. I, I'm not a huge... Well, that's not fair. Okay. Um, Sorry. I, we all know how I feel <laughs> about the Halloween movies. Yeah. The reboots. Not, not my fave. Yeah. Um, But I'm sure... I'm trying to think of... Uh, Director-wise, the other things that he's done. I think... I like some of his, like, comedy stuff. Like, I think he worked on, like, Mythic Quest, that show, um, which is kind of ridiculous. And, like, the stupidity of, like, Pineapple Express was super fun. You know, like, like, I like his silly movies. Right. Um, I I don't think this is that, though. No, I didn't love the Halloween movies. So. I don't know. I don't. I don't know. Tony loves the Righteous Gemstones, and he did that. I've heard a lot of people love the Righteous Gemstones. I've never um, seen it, but again, I've seen a f- I've seen a few episodes and it's very funny. But like Tony watches it religiously, like has seen every episode and I love it, loves it. But again, um, like not the same thing as the very Exorcist. different, very different <laughs> thing, very different um, thing. So yeah, I mean, I have my tickets. I'm seeing it. Okay, we'll see how it goes. Good luck. Thanks. I didn't write the release date on here. Do we know October when October 6th is Thank when you. it releases. Yeah. Got it. So well, there yeah. you go. I'm not really that excited about it. I think it's going to flop, to be honest. We'll see how it goes. I'm just... I, my I think, my I psychic 
suggestion <laughs> it's not a thing i just made it up uh <laughs> is that it's it's just not gonna it's not gonna hit for me i and it's i don't know that it's its fault i think doing doing possession movies is already kind of difficult to have a fresh take on um doing an exorcist film is very difficult i don't yeah. there's only a there's a very small handful of exorcist films that actually work for me. Um, yeah. So, I mean. I'm definitely curious. Because even right. though in, in, I guess, totality of the Halloween films that he did, I don't like them. But there are things about each one that I do like. So. Sure. I'm sure that there will be things about this. I'm excited to see Ellen Burstyn again. Um, she's reprising her role as Chris McNeil. Um, so that'll at least be fun. Okay. And, and that's all I got. Yeah. I'm with you on that. That's, I don't, I don't know. I wouldn't say I'm excited. No, I, I'm not I, excited. I, Curious. Yeah. I'll need to hear some good things before I head to the theater for this one, to be honest. I wouldn't hold your breath about it, but I think it's going to still do relatively well. Because of it's coming out in October. Yeah. I don't know. We got some other things coming out in October. Like the Taylor Swift uh, concert movie. That is not what I was thinking. <laughs> I just so think I love, I love that they switched this back for it. It was coming out the same day as the Taylor Swift movie, but oh, they I pushed it back. Oh, yeah, well, that's and, a good, that's smart. Because it's the same audience like, for sure. Everyone was like, but we could have had Exorswift. <laughs> <laughs> That sounds way more interesting to me. <laughs> me too. <laughs> All right. Oh. All right. Moving on. Yeah. What's our film that we're discussing today, Miss Carly? We will be discussing Orphan First Kill from 2022, directed by William Brent Bell, who also did The Boy, written by David Cogshell, um, who did Scream, the TV series. And the story was by David Leslie Johnson McGoldrick. Sheesh. And Alex Mace, um, who both wrote the original Orphan. The IMDb summary is, after orchestrating a brilliant escape from an Estonian psychiatric facility, Esther travels to America by impersonating the missing daughter of a wealthy family. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I re-listened to our Orphan episode so I didn't have to, like, revisit Orphan, you know? Well, it's a prequel. Yeah, but, you know, they go hand in hand, and it's, it's just a refresher on the story. I mean, I remembered the story. It's not yeah. a complicated story. For sure. Um, I was expecting to hate this, and I didn't hate it. I didn't particularly like it, but I was it's pleasantly fine, surprised right? that it's not awful. <laughs> it's really not, and I there are things... That they do when I first, because this was my second time watching it. Yeah. You'd never seen it before, right? I'd never seen it. Yes. Yeah, my first time. When it was released, I kind of just figured it was going to be like a carbon copy, right? Yeah. Of mm -hmm. the original when I heard that it was a prequel. And so I was pleasantly surprised that they like twisted it which now that i see that i'm not that he had anything to do with the script but i mean the boy 
is one of those movies. You know what I mean? It does kind of have a boy twist to it a little bit. Yeah. So, um, and the twist was great, I thought. And it was done really well. And very interestingly, there were certain things that, you know, I could have done without. But I think overall, um, yeah, I agree. It's fine. It's like not, it's not what you think it would be. I think if you were to go in. Yeah. Yeah. It's better than you think it is. Yes. That's that's all I can say about it. I wouldn't say it's like great, but I was kind of dreading watching it. And I was like, oh, this is fine. You know, <laughs> like, oh, I can totally watch this from beginning to end and have no problem. No, it's um, totally fine. And we've got and like I a was, bunch of different villains, I feel like. And the twist did get me. I was like, oh, shit. OK, I did not see that coming. So, I mean. Well done, think, Julia Stiles. <laughs> they kind of leaned into the people are going to think it's just going to be the same movie. So I, I think I like I like that they played into, you know, what people, the expectations of their audience. So I appreciated that. Uh, twist totally worked for me. Um, I, I don't know. I think we have a little bit of a problem where we don't have very many likable characters uh, oh. in here. <laughs> Everyone was just the worst. They really Everyone's like <laughs> didn't try even to make anybody likable. <laughs> it's true. It's true. Um, they're all kind of awful. So that that's kind of a problem. Um, but there were definitely things like definitely notes I was writing like, why are the characters acting this way? And then mm-hmm. after the twist, I was like, oh, okay, that makes perfect sense. You yeah. know, so... Um, all right i think we should just talk about the twist because the twist in the first film if you haven't seen it or if you have as a refresher uh, the twist in the first film is she's an orphan but not really she's a grown woman in a child's body and i mean not really she's just you know has a disease where she doesn't grow up so she's a grown woman pretending to be an orphan and then she becomes obsessed with the dad and kills the family Right? I yes. mean, it's pretty yeah. much it. Yeah. So this is supposed to be the origin story where she's in a psychiatric facility in, in Estonia and escapes and somehow gets to America to... I don't know why she wants... I mean, I guess it makes sense that she wants to leave the country as a smart idea. I think she was... Wasn't she like... I felt like like the police were after her or something like that, but I could be making that she, up. She was, okay, so she's in Estonia. She's in a psychiatric facility because she's already killed people. Oh, yeah, and then she she's kills a terrible more person. She kills more people and escapes um, and, and immediately goes and sits on a swing in the dark <laughs> and a policeman finds her. Um. And comes up with a story about how she's the daughter of someone in America that had a missing child. And she looked up missing children around the age she looked, which that's debatable, but for the sake of the story. And so they bring her back to America, which I can't believe. Like, they should be looking for her. Like, police should be looking for her because she just murdered half the pe- the people that worked at the psychiatric facility. You would think they would have, like hey, here's a picture of an escaped psycho that just killed a bunch of people. 
No, she totally. looks like a child. When does this Don't take send place? her to America. Like there was no <laughs> cross <Yeah>. check there. <laughs> they just what? immediately sent her to America. Do we know when this takes place? 2007. Okay. Yeah. In 2007, they would definitely have... Uh, but you wouldn't know it because she's dressed like a colonial doll the entire film. The entire for some movie. Reason. And that's why There's, I was like, when is this happening? There is literal, literally no reason for her to be dressed that way at all. Like, I don't understand. <laughs> that's, why, <laughs> that's, why, that's why I thought it kind of took place and not 2007. But everyone else is dressed normally except yeah. for her. It's just yep. so strange. <laughs> It's a weird movie, but... And then Julia Stiles goes and buys her new outfits, and yet they're still old colonial doll outfits. Like, where are they shopping? The American Girl store? Like, I don't understand where these clothes are coming from. (laughs) What she chooses. Where do you even find clothes like that? That's a great question. No idea. She finds an identical choker, too, like... the same thing but a different color like where are you getting that what store sells that and how did you find it 2007 i mean maybe if she ordered it online maybe you could find something similar and you'd have to do a google search for probably close to 45 minutes unless you had like a reverse image search or something maybe that's where she got it originally could you imagine this velvet choker with lace on it. Like, where do you find that in 2007? Where? Carly. Maybe she brought it with her. I don't know. I didn't no, even know Julia that it took Stiles place in 2007. It out of a brand new box. Like, she's like, I'm going to go shopping and turn you into a pretty girl. And buys her identical clothing in pink for some reason that makes it different. <laughs> yeah, that was weird. Just buy her normal little girl clothes. Why wouldn't you do that? That's exactly what you should be doing at that point. She, like, picks that, that, though. I know, but, like, Julia, Julia Stiles picks it for her. No, but I mean before that, because even... I know, but I'm saying after the twist, Julia Stiles is like, you can't wear these clothes, which absolutely makes sense. She's like, you're going to be our daughter. You need to start dressing normal. And then yeah. she goes to the store and then buys the same clothes, but in a different color. <laughs> I have no idea. Oh. I got nothing. Okay. I got nothing. As in, like, the reason. Like, I have no idea. It reminds... It, yeah. It reminds me of that episode of The Office where they go to the mall and Angela <laughs> Angela talks about how she goes shopping at the, the American Girl. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Yep. Oh, that's Angela. also what Julia Stiles did. Amazing. Oh my god. Anyway, so the twist is that Julia Stiles and her son know that Lena, their AKA daughter, is so dead. Esther is not their daughter. Four years later, it's in reality can't be because the brother killed her. Mm-hmm. And they covered it up, and the dad doesn't know. So the dad thinks that Esther's real, and everyone else in the family knows that she's psycho. Yep. I mean, it's a pretty solid twist. No, you, it was a good twist. I, I, did you see it coming? Because I didn't, and I think it kind of works. I didn't see it coming, and I saw this movie twice. I totally forgot about it. <laughs> like, 
even as I was watching it, I was like, oh, shit, that's right. <laughs> like, I totally forgot about the twist. I don't know. Julia Stiles does a pretty good job of being evil. But what the fuck She's is she doing right. in this movie? Right? She can do whatever she wants. I know she can, but like <laughs> this one, I haven't seen her in anything in, in ages. She did that other horror movie, too. That wasn't good. Oh, good. Do you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. Wasn't it The it's Omen? Not, it's not great. That was a long time ago, Carly. I know, but that, I mean, just saying, <laughs> you know. <laughs> she, she, already, she also did Say the Last Dance. Should we talk about that? When we can. It's a different podcast. 10 Things I Hate About You? 10 out of 10. <laughs> 10 out of 10. That movie's great. So good. You know, I actually used to really dislike Julia Stiles, and now I kind of love her. But I, I like her. I, I'm looking at her, um, her IMDb list, and it looks like this is actually... I mean, I haven't seen anything else that like she's done. She did some TV series, but all of them kind of hover around that like five and a half star situation, six stars situation. Mm. So I haven't seen any of the movies that she's done recently. Yeah, I don't. I just don't think she's had a hit in a while, which is unfortunate. I mean, I guess this is the closest she's getting right now. Someone give Julia Stiles a good role, is what I'm saying. You and know, like it's time. She's in something called Dragons, the Nine Realms. Oh, it's a voice. It's a How to Train Your Dragons show. The reason I didn't like her when I was a teenager is because I hated, loathed, loathed Save the Last Dance as a teenager. Hated it. Oh, because you were a dancer. Because I was a dancer and I knew she was shit at dancing. That, the last (laughs) scene of that movie is hilarious. Yes. Have you ever seen like the Instagrams that like the yes. reels that like make fun of it? And it's yes, it, it's so but funny because it's people so are true. starting to feel like that now. But I felt like that then. I was like, <laughs> what is this garbage? <laughs> it's so funny because just it's get the a real dancer to do. Re- it's not hard. It's not hard it's to find silliest. a real dancer to do real dancing in a dance movie. It's so funny. Oh, my gosh. That's why I disliked her for so long. But now I feel bad and I want her to have a real role. Just not a dancing one, please. Like, pick something different, you know? This is good. She makes a good villain. She does. She, she was great in this. I thought she was fantastic. The brother yeah. also, I hated him, but I was oh, supposed he, to. Yeah, you what know? a little dick. Yeah, he, he was, was the awful. Worst. Isn't Gunner a dog's name? Or am I... <laughs> is it uh, one of those things where people name their dog Gunner? But it's both? a human name. Okay. I don't know. I have never met or heard of a human being called Gunner. So Gunner Hansen. Apologies for my. Uh, who the fuck is that? Who is that? Are you serious? I don't know who that is. Should we pause this because you're gonna be? Uh... <laughs> you know I don't know names. I'm sure I'll feel stupid. Just it's fine. I feel stupid all the time on the podcast. Just tell me who it is. Leatherface. Oh yeah. Who that? <laughs> Come on. It's not like I ever even see his face. I have to know his name, too, just because I like horror things and I have a horror podcast. Welcome to the Final Girls Horror. Listen, listen, I have never claimed to know anybody's name ever. That's a fact. That is the truth. A hundred percent. I have never claimed to be that person. That's why you're here. That is. That's my job. I am. I say things. Yep. And then you tell me the names of people. That's it's all true. this podcast is. That's my only job. 
Okay, so Leatherface and Leatherface. <laughs> literally 5,000 golden retrievers are named Gunner. And then this guy. I've never character. met a dog named Gunner. Really? Yeah. I feel like they're always golden retrievers. I feel like I th- that's a it's a very popular dog name in my opinion. I think that's that makes sense. But it might be one of those things where it's like those one of those old Midwestern names that people name their dog as like as like an ironic statement. Sure. You know, like how yeah. my dog's name is Hank. Cute though. But Ooh, I didn't name Hank. him that, but it's a great name. He's it's very fitting, so he keeps yeah. it. He's cute. He's he's a very handsome boy. Loves he really to roll is. around in the dirt. He's filthy today. What a beautiful... I let him outside during my lunch break, and I look at him, and he is just so happy, rolling around in a giant pile of dirt. A little hanky And he's poo. just having the time of his life on his back, rubbing his face and his back and his butt in the dirt. The dogs really what love the dirt. What am I going to do? Tell him, no, don't have the time of your life. Have the time of your life. And your life is short. We'll just if you want to roll we'll in the dirt, later. you do it. And I'll just deal with it and let you jump in the pool later. You know? You'll suffer the consequences. <laughs> you know, he's just dirty half the time. It's fine. <laughs> he seems to like it. He's white and he's got like brindle spots, you know? So he's either like covered in dirt or he's his fur is turning yellow because he swims all the time. In my <laughs> <laughs> we'll just get him some of that brightening shampoo. It's true. He does need it. Sorry, I digress. What were we talking about this movie? We were talking about Gunner being a name. Yeah. I think, right. I don't know, I feel like it's Nordic. It's like a very Nordic name. Like I could see it have omelets. You know what I mean? Like, anyway. Um, yes, so- I, I do. I do know what you mean. <laughs> It could be, right? That's probably what it is. I said Midwest, yeah. but it's you're probably right. Right? That sounds right. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so his name is Gunner. Okay. And he's a jerk. He is. He's like a little Ugh. You hate Dad's him. Like, not you a jerk, him? but like he also kind of is. Like, I still don't think Dad's that great. Yeah. I don't either. He's a very blah character. Like he doesn't have a spine. Yeah, he's not, like, exciting enough to be the good character, so there just isn't one. Yeah, which is why (laughs) Julia Stiles really just commands this whole movie, I feel like. It's true. She does. She kills it. She really does. Literally, too. It's true. Fact. Um, She's got... She gives no shits. No. I feel like they go a little... I don't know. There is a couple moments where I'm like, this doesn't really quite make sense, but... I mean, again, like yeah. the big now, it the plot itself and how we get from point A to B doesn't make sense. But no, which is funny because I was like seeing in the trivia that they like did that to cover up a plot point from the beginning where people were like, "How does she get from Estonia to America?" But this is yeah. kind of feels even more far fetched. If I'm being it honest, it feels way more far fetched. Yeah, um, and they only created more. Yeah, more plot holes in the process. Yeah. So I don't, I don't care though. Like it's not like the this movie is something that's real. No, um, it's, you watch it because you're like, I'm gonna check this out, and then you're like, oh, not bad. Yeah, 
It's not horror, though. Like, I don't... Who watches this and is scared? Like, nobody, Nobody. right? (laughs) I think it's just tagged as horror because of the murder. Yeah. I mean, it is somewhat gory. Yeah. That first scene is really gory. Yeah. It is a little bit gory. Like, the murder scenes are are not nothing. Right. But it's still pretty mild. Um, Comparatively, for sure. Yeah. Um... And there's really not a lot of suspense even really. Like, I don't know. I would I would label this a thriller personally. Um a twisty thriller. I mean, I've seen action films with way less gore. Or way more gore, rather. So <laughs> <laughs> either or whatever. I don't know. I thought it was entertaining. I wouldn't say don't watch it if you are even a little bit interested. I think it's probably worth it, but it's fine. I concur. Were you okay with the rat? Because I think the rat was the hero of the film. The rat was the hero of the film, and I have no idea what you're talking about. Got yeah. it. Sure. So the rat was the winner. Was not the winner. The hero. It was a little weird that they made the rat and Esther friends because, like, is that supposed to make us like Esther more? Is that supposed to make her a more sympathetic character? Because I think how? so. It's supposed to say, you know what? Kill that family. Fuck them. You know? <laughs> like, so we're supposed to side with Esther at the end? That's how I felt. I said, whatever. They're all awful. They all They're, are awful yeah. people. Killing people left and right. Yeah. yeah. I think Gunner is the worst, though. Out of all of them. Oh, yeah. That little shit sucks. He's awful. <laughs> he was the worst. He's awful. And he's not worse. He's he's bad at pretending not to be awful. Yeah. Like, you got friends, his friends over. His friends suck, too, though. Oh, yeah. They're all bad. Rich, shitty people. Yep. Yep. You know, when I was re-listening to our Orphan podcast... Apparently, we discovered that this actually happened after the film came out. Or like, yeah. There, do you remember that there was like an adult woman that yeah. looked like a child, and she like <laughs> was like got adopted? I forgot that that was real. All right, I don't really have anything <laughs> to add. <laughs> Me either. Um... I feel like I should, but it's just like okay. Let's talk about. Isabel Furman then because she was a child when the original movie came out and she was supposed to look yeah, like a she child was, she had just turned 11 a woman yes and in this film she's 23 playing a 30 year old woman who's supposed to look like a child mm-hmm. which one was the most believable I think the first one yeah this one was very um, wonky. Like she still looks this like very similar. Um, yeah. The camera tricks didn't always work, you know. Um, yeah. But a for effort, and it 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 got the job done. It was just, I think, more convincing in the first one. Yeah, I agree. I think they did okay. You know, I'm watching um, Better Call Saul right now. I think I mentioned that I've been watching Breaking Bad. And Mm -hmm. it has a similar thing going on where everyone is obviously like 10 years older, but they're supposed to be younger than they were in Breaking Bad. (laughs) Yeah. 
It's a a similar thing where you're like, all right, I'm just going to suspend disbelief. Exactly. Just go along for the ride because I'm trying not to be distracted about how much older everyone looks than they were in Breaking Bad. Yeah. There's not a lot of ways around that. You know, you You can only change the hairstyles so many times. Exactly. But the wrinkles still exist, you know, and and that's yeah. fine. Wrinkles happen. But, you know, when you're supposed to be younger, it can be a little bit distracting. Yes. Yes. Everyone's got Benjamin Button's disease in the Breaking Bad universe. <laughs> <laughs> meth will do that. <laughs> <laughs> meth gives it's you Benjamin meth. Button's disease? The, the blue meth. <laughs> it makes you younger? <laughs> it's a side effect. Oh, wow. I think a lot more people would be doing meth if that was true. It's very true. All right. I I, I can't talk about it anymore. I should no, be able to. No, it's fine. It's a fine movie. All right. And we did a fine job talking about it. <laughs> I don't think we did, but we'll just, it's fine. Whatever. Oh, man. So, Carly. Yeah. Tell us yes. about your day today. Oh, my day was crazy. Um, <laughs> Was it? No. Oh. Uh, so I worked and okay. then I, very exciting stuff. Um, I went to, uh, Universal Studios as I do. I am a pass holder and they have these things called Universal Appreciation Days throughout the year where they do, I don't know, random stuff. So today, um, because they have the Halloween Horror Nights, uh, going on, I think it just started last weekend, um, they invited their pass holders to come do a walkthrough of the Stranger Things maze. Um, but it was like interesting because all the lights were on. Um, there weren't any like characters. So it was really just kind of like seeing the sets and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, unfortunately, I was like ready to take pictures and record, but you couldn't do it. And I didn't um, want to get kicked out. So I'm just going to tell you guys about it. Yeah. Tell um, us about it. It looked really cool. I don't know um, if you've ever been. I know you were like, oh, lights on. That's my style. (laughs) That sounds great. That sounds exactly up my alley. Yeah, it was really cool. Um, I'm sure that there are a lot of other kind of haunted houses that are maybe a little bit more like creative. Um, But Universal, man, that movie money, they really do some 10 out of 10 haunted houses based on. Yeah. Um, their shows and their movies and things like that and this maze was no other even with the lights on like it looked incredible um when you're walking through the houses and then like there's a point where you walk through the desert and when you're like going through to the upside down um it's very heavy on like the latest season the last season of stranger things yeah um so yeah i'm it made me excited to to go back for horror nights and kind of see everything in action it was was that um, I, uh yeah. th- wasn't there a Stranger Things maze last year too or there's usually a Stranger Things. I feel like they kind of traded off um where Walking Dead left off where like they used to do a Walking Dead maze every season and then that kind mm-hmm. of like tapered off and so then right. they started doing Stranger Things maze is every season. So each maze is but new. But the season came it's... out last year. Yeah, right? but uh did it come like out bef- last year? Yeah. Or was it 2021? It was It was before last Halloween, is all I mean. 
Yes, but they didn't have Horror Nights that first year back. Oh, okay. I don't think. Okay. I remember being But they distraught. had one last year. That's what I'm confused about. Um, yeah, but I don't remember it being um I don't remember it being this season. Oh. I think it was the prior season, the end of oh, the prior season. Yeah. Okay. So this was a different Stranger yeah. Things walkthrough than you've seen before. Yeah. It's Got all it. brand brand new stuff. Cool. So yeah. Um when are you going for real? I haven't decided on a date. Um Justin Lore is actually coming into town um with some of his family. And so I think that they're here for one day and I think they're gonna do horror nights. And so I might try to do that with them. Nice. Oh, that's fun. Yeah. Yeah. Aw, Justin Lore. We love him. We do. That's nice. Yeah. Um, all right. Have you been watching anything good worth talking about? So my mom was just in town last week and it was the best. Um, we, we sat, (laughs) there were times where we were kind of taking breaks, like in the middle of the day, like between doing things that we would just like come back to my house and like sit in bed and watch Gilmore Girls. And it was probably like my most favorite thing of all time. (laughs) That's so sweet. I made us coffee and I gave her my Luke's mug and I had my dragonfly in mug and we were just like (gasps) sitting watching Gilmore Girls. (laughs) That's the sweetest. (laughs) It was, it was awesome. Um, and we went to this really cool thing that they did at the LA historic park where, um, they showed the movie La La Land, um, via street food cinema, but then they also had Justin Hurwitz, who's the composer that wrote the music actually directing like a 52 piece orchestra while the movie was playing. Um, and it was so cool because not only were they playing like while, they were singing and dancing and whatever, but even like the little things were like Ryan Gosling's like playing the piano, like just kind mm-hmm. of like, you know, fiddling around doing whatever, like the guy was playing while he was doing the the moves. And it was just really oh, nice. cool. Um, so yeah, that's, uh, that's, those are my big announcements. And what am I watching mm. now? I'm trying to finish Riverdale because it's over okay. and I stopped on season sure. four. And so... Now I'm I'm just trying to get through that so I can be done with it. It's weird, man. That's a weird show. Yeah. I watched like two episodes and I was like, this is not for me. It's you know, it's not for me either now. No. I liked the no. first season a lot. Um, I think I'm on the sixth season now, and I swear to God, the like episodes at the end of season five were all just like weird musical episodes. And I was like, hmm. What am I watching? So I'm just ready for it to be over, to be honest. Yeah. I'm, uh, I, I, as I mentioned, I'm watching Better Call Saul um, because I watched Breaking Bad and then I watched El Camino, rewatched those two, but I never saw Better Call Saul. I said, what better time to start that now than now? Um, I saw a few episodes when it first started, but I, I think watching it after watching Breaking Bad. It doesn't make a huge difference, but it, there is a lot of character overlap, so it it's not a bad idea. Mm-hmm. And um, 
I'm on the sixth season, which is the final season. It came out last year. Um, and I'm kind of sad that it's coming to an end because I've, I've been, I've been living in the Breaking Bad universe for so long now. Although I will say the hardest part of watching not only Breaking Bad, but also Better Call Saul, um, there are these just, which it's like the best part and the worst part of the show is there's just these scenes that are just so long where almost nothing is happening. <laughs> mm-hmm, mm-hmm. And like, there'll be like one little thing at the end. It'll be like this really long shot, like, you know, panning to the right and it's like a desert and there's nothing there and there's some weird music playing and then you'll see it'll zoom in at the very last minute on some something important you know like there's lots of things like that where it get it's a little bit much when you're binging and you're like all right just get to the point like what's fucking happening you know what i mean like it's very artistic in that way and sometimes it's like just let me know where we're going because i've been watching this shot for like two minutes I totally get that. Do you know um, what I mean, though? Like Breaking no. Bad had it, too, where they just yes. had these like really long, you know, like, OK, just get to the point. <laughs> You're like, oh, my God, just move forward. But I remember when I was watching it like weekly, like when the new episodes would come out, I like loved those scenes. Yeah. But I think when you're binging it, you're like, all right, come on, let's get to <laughs> You're like, let's go. I don't have forever now. I don't, I don't <laughs> have all day for this. Let's move on. <laughs> Oh man, um, I don't know if we record. Did I have we recorded since I finished Supernatural? No. Okay. Well, I finished Supernatural, so that's something that I've been talking about for ages, and I finally. Yeah. And that's because when you were saying like I'm upset that it's like going to be over, I'm like upset yeah. that Supernatural is over because I've, like you said, I've been living with it for so long. Yeah, that's that one it's... of those ones that you like become it becomes a part of you again same with gilmore girls that'll happen yeah. for me yeah like um, literally and buffy yes 100% i was thinking buffy. of of starting buffy me um, too because it's such a fun thing to be binge watching around the halloween time it's you know? so fun and then we can send each other silly things that happen in the show like i know i, I would send you supernatural stuff even though you've never seen yeah. it but i still enjoyed fun. it yeah because yeah. it's silly I think like I love um I I always skip season one of Buffy when I rewatch it, but I was thinking of actually trying to watch season one again. Let me know if you do that because I might do it too. Yeah. Yeah. It's just like so not season one of Buffy is so not the rest of Buffy. <laughs> no. But you it's, it's so like different. important. Like you watch yes. it. Because you need the back. What's how we meet Angel? Like all of this stuff yes. happens in season one that's important, but it's also the, yes. the worst season. It is so. not the best season. No. Yeah. Um. And the fun and the the funds are obviously much lower in season one than they were in yes. subsequent seasons. Yeah. But I am okay. I know everyone loves Spike, and I love Spike too. But I am I am a Angel Buffy stan. So. So okay. I I feel both ways. I love Spike personally. Yes. But I think in the grand scheme of things, Angel was her her dude. Angel you know? was the best person for Buffy. Angel was her like ride or Period. die. Period. Yes. Yeah. 100%. Period. 100%. Like 
So while I preferred Spike personally. Spike is more fun to watch. But like, I honestly think that like Angel and Buffy are just so romantical. They are so beautiful together. Yeah. Oh my gosh. The the season where he is the worst, it just is heartbreaking. (gasps) It's so heartbreaking. It's like it hurts. Yes. No. Uh, uh, Come on. (laughs) Oh my goodness. You know what? I was thinking about. Um, did you ever watch Angel? I never did. I was actually going to ask you, um, because you were saying about how, you know, you don't need to watch, uh, Breaking Bad before you watch Better Call Saul, but then there's some overlap. I was going to ask you if you watched Buffy while watching Angel, because I know that there were some overlaps there as well. I did. Yes. Um... I watched Buffy all the way through, and then I think upon one of the rewatches, I um, watched the order of Buffy and Angel. Like, I went online and found out what the order of Buffy and Angel is, because you watch, like, the first three or four seasons of Buffy, and then you start, like, adding in some of the Angel, especially there's crossover episodes. Yes, Um, yes. There's one crossover episode in particular where if you are a Buffy and Angel stan like you have to watch it because it's stuff it doesn't get sweeter than that um so I I honestly think that Angel does not get the love it deserves I think Angel is really good it's not as good as Buffy but if you like Buffy it's totally worth watching Angel yeah I think it's in the wheelhouse yeah there's um I've I have finished it. It does kind of fall off a bit mm-hmm. for me um towards the end. But the first few seasons are super solid. Um I like it. I think there's good characters. There's also character overlap. There's also story overlap, which is fun. And uh it doesn't I, I would recommend it. I, I would think as someone who likes Buffy as much as you do, like I would I'm surprised you haven't attempted it yet. Yeah, I remember trying to watch Angel Live and just not being super into it. But I didn't mind the crossover episodes. There's some shows where I get annoyed when there's like too many crossover episodes, you know? Um, yeah. Like I personally, and I know that it's not great. I love Grey's Anatomy. And I feel like there's like, I forget what the other, like the sister show is, but it's like about a fire station. And I feel mm. like they, they're constantly trying to get people to watch the fire station show. And so they <laughs> constantly have crossovers. And I'm like, I don't yeah. care about any of these people. Get them out of my show. Yeah. But with Buffy and Angel, I didn't mind that at all. Well, with Buffy and Angel, it's it's it works. Yes. I mean, there's even like a period, you know, when Faith kind of disappears, she's like living with Angel for a period of time. So there's mm-hmm. like a lot, there's a lot of like overlapping. Um, but yeah, there's one episode in particular that I think you absolutely need to watch. Okay. All <laughs> if right. you rewatch Buffy. Um, I'm ready so. to do this. Okay. You got uh, me, let's... you got me amped. Okay, when I'm rewatch. done when I'm done watching Better Call Saul, which will take probably another day or two, um, I'll be ready to start start the Buffies. Let's go. Okay. Cool. Cool, cool. Oh my god, I love Buffy so much. I'm really excited to rewatch it. Tony's gonna get really annoyed. He gets really annoyed when I binge watch Buffy. <laughs> Sorry, Tony. 
He used to get really annoyed when I binge watched Gilmore Girls, but then he realized how good Gilmore Girls it's is. So but he good. hasn't he hasn't hopped on the Buffy train yet. Maybe we'll, this time. We'll get him there. Yeah, maybe this time. Plus Giles. <sighs> Giles. I love Giles. Oh my god. Do do you you watch uh Ted Lasso, right? Yes. Watching I think him I be t- a villain was like <laughs> the worst. I was like, He's fuck so you. Mean. And I'm like, Giles, stop it. I know. Oh, what a <laughs> dick. <laughs> I think I told you that. I think I was like, you should watch Ted Lasso. Also, Giles is in it. <laughs> oh my god. That son Aww. of a gun. Speaking of Giles, I think we should spin the wheel. Let's do it. I'm I don't ready. know what that ha- it has nothing to do with Giles. It was, was a just, great. It was a great segue. I was I was trying something. It didn't work. We're just gonna pretend it did. I leaned into it. Thank you. Appreciate yeah. it. Okay. Yeah. Are we ready? Let's do this. Let's. I'm so ready. Okay. Let's spin the wheel of tears. Werewolves within. <gasps> really? You okay? Cool. Yeah, I'm excited. <laughs> I like this movie. Is that a spoiler? <laughs> no. <laughs> I'm just la- laughing because you gasped. I was, I was excited. not expecting it. Okay. Guys. Um. Okay. So, Werewolves Within is streaming on Hulu. Okay. Yay! If you want to watch it without uh commercials holla at your girl okay you know i will because <laughs> although i like this movie so maybe it's different anyway <laughs> stop breaking my heart stop it oh, oh all right. man thanks wheel <laughs> all right anything else to add before we close out today carly no i'm i'm done that's it <laughs> All right. Join us next week when we discuss the where, not the, just Werewolves Within, streaming on Hulu. Until then, I'm Amy. And I'm Carly.